Axel? <laughs> Axel Haversleeve. <laughs> Our backup goalkeeper. Hello. 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 Trevor, it's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, but this is uh, this is our podcast, and we've brought in Kyle. I'm Kyle, fine. would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, as stated, I'm Kyle. I was I'm brought in, as it were, and uh, yeah. All right, that's enough of Kyle. We yeah, that's that's we, a pretty good introduction, right? I don't know what I'm supposed to say. We paid a recruiting fee, I think, right? Did we pay a recruiting fee? No, of, no, he was yeah, he was on our discovery list. Yeah, uh, I was on the yeah top of the allocation order. Um, you guys were obviously um, a bit of a mercenary. Yeah. Well, I spent all that day fixing up to welcome to Off the Crossbar, the off season episode one. Rival podcast of uh, N. And being the number of podcasts we'll record, uh, please check back at a later date <laughs> to find the answer to that. It is variable. I mean, I thought once a week would be a good thing, but if we spend an hour and a half uh, setting up microphones... Are you a new podcast, or are you just adding more episodes to the... Uh, we're starting as a new podcast. Okay. Uh, are we? Yeah. Same name? Okay. Same name. But the... Yeah, pretty I don't, much like two thirds of the same. Uh, it'll be same microphone. The goal is partner with uh, RSL Soapbox, of which I am involved. You might say the sole proprietor. You know? Yeah, no, I don't know if that's true. Well, Lucas has more power than me these days. Does he really? He controls the Twitter account. Ooh. Which is why you might notice it's much better than it's it was. Much better than it used to. Anyway, uh, let's send our regards to uh, Sorry, one Jason Greenwood, who is. Oh. Currently living in the great state of Texas. Well, it's Texas. Yeah, the state of Texas, sorry. Uh, yeah, I just imagine Jason sitting in this exact same chair in this house that he had never been to, probably. Yeah. moved here somewhat recently. So. Yeah. But, Last week. Um, three weeks ago. Right. But the greatness that it has graced this very bar stool chair. Yeah. <laughs> Different table, too, unfortunately. But Never mind, Jason. Yeah, sorry, Jason. But uh, I have told him we'll have to get him on. Uh, remotely one of these days. Uh, he didn't respond to me, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'm that's, guessing no, he has... That's Jason's way of saying, of like, actually, like, Jason's way of replying to you is to not reply. Yeah. If he, Jason doesn't reply to you, that's a good thing. If he just likes your response, he like gives a thumbs up. He's, uh, he's probably actually too busy wrangling his five-foot three-year-old. Or maybe four, is he four? Five? How old is that kid? <laughs> I, Jason posted wow. a picture today on Twitter of his very school cute. photos. It's a cute he's kid. A pumpkin. Yeah. He, like for reference, the pumpkin is so small. <laughs> yeah. It was a full size pumpkin too. That's what I was told. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's give you a rough outline of what we'll talk about today. News analysis, and then I've written next week as a discussion point, <laughs> and really that means to preview what we'll talk about did, did next week. Cover next week, like or like it might not happen. He said end, so you're right. Yeah, it might not happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> no, I'm mostly thinking Thanksgiving. Probably don't need to record the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, probably don't. Not that it'll affect listenership because. Who to I love this? the idea of just I, getting this going right after the season's over. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know, right in the sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> just right when everybody starts caring about RSL. Yeah, yeah. That, honestly, the off season is the best part of the season for me. 
the most exciting. For this team right now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about news. Okay. Uh, the first item on our list, will Jason Christ join Real Salt Lake? As a bit of a recap, uh, was it The Athletic that reported that one Jason Christ, former Real Salt Lake coach, uh, has yeah, been probably. slated for an interview. Probably came out early, late last week, right? Thursday. It was, uh, either Sam Stay School or Paul Tenorio. It was, in fact, person? both of them. That's what I'm saying. It was a, a like double headline or double byline. They both report the same things, like at the same time. Yeah. Often, they're the same person. Uh, the report specified that Kreis is interviewing for a combined coach and general manager role. Uh, and that there may be considerations in just a general manager role without being coach. Um, so let's talk about that. Can we talk about how RSL hired Jason Christ as a coach when he'd never been a coach before, and now RSL is thinking of hiring Jason Christ as a GM when he's never been a GM before? Yeah, I and mean, we've got we have a long history of hiring people who have never, people never done, done the job, and I can respect that as someone who uh, would like to get hired for jobs I've never done. <laughs> Having not ever gone for a job that I've never done, that I wait, I guess every job that you apply for in theory yeah. as you're getting older is something a little bit more than you've never done. You'd hope, right? I guess, yeah. I don't know. I'm, f- I'm feeling, I feel weird about it. So, the question everyone's asking, no, no surprise, right? Is, is this even a good idea? It, would he be a good coach? I mean, the evidence. Should we talk about his record as, as the coach? The evidence suggests that you know he would not be a good coach. So, yeah, I think it bears talking about. Uh, I wrote on our cell soapbox that I think the record is something we don't need to evaluate uh, because we also shouldn't be evaluating his record at Real Salt Lake the first time. That's my hypothesis, at least. Ooh, Kyle, what do you think? Why? Clearly, uh, I, I read. Think, clearly, I read Matt's article that he will. I, I want you to just his recap record, it for me. Yeah, I think his record at RSL might be more relevant than his record at at New York City FC, especially. Yeah. That was just a that was a situation that we probably shouldn't. But Orlando, though, that's that one's kind of tricky because um, I don't well, know. It's not great when he got there. He they won their first game in like what it was like. It had been like two and there was something months since they won a game. When yeah, got there. came in immediately, won one or two games. Yeah, and then and that was pretty much <laughs> it. Was that twenty? Orlando's just bad in general. Twenty seventeen, right? So he left in twenty fifteen. Took it right, twenty fifteen. Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. But sorry, Bob Sacco. Yes, Bob Sacco. <laughs> he he started with in New York City FC a year abroad, then one year with New York City FC. I thought it was two. One. Was it two? Did he not make? Did Maybe. he not? Yeah. I thought he, like, okay, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, and then he got some time at Orlando, but just, I don't know. Yeah. Here's my problem with saying, oh, we can't really analyze his record in the past. Because, like, what else is there to analyze? Like, he was a coach at RSL, he was a coach sure. in New York, he was a coach at Orlando. If you're going to look at, is he a good coach, you have to look at where he has coached. Yeah. And those are two places that he, obviously it's a little bit different situation, so you can say, like, Oh well, there's variables here. Maybe he was bad for this reason or that reason, but like that's still him coaching, yeah. and that's what we're trying to evaluate. So you can't like just throw it away. My like, favorite was when he had to march out like a 75 year old Pirlo and like rely on him as a central midfield defender. That was yeah, that was delightful. And that for me is part of why we can't evaluate his record well, uh, because, because the the circumstances one have changed since he was coach of Real Salt Lake. MLS is a very different league. 
targeted allocation money wasn't even a thing in 2013. So, so the dynamic of the league has changed. Uh, and then I think in New York City, there are circumstances that were beyond his control. Like he was told, "You are playing on." He was given players right? to play. Yeah, and but, most of them were pretty bad. Like, but was it Jeb Brovsky playing for New York City at the time? Calling Andre Pirlo a bad player. Yeah, you seen Jeb Brovsky's mustache back then? Though? That thing was great. <laughs> That's I true. Field for that mustache. Yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, and then again at Orlando City, he was forced to play players he had no say in signing. Right, but he still keeps this like weird bona fide for being like the man like he, yeah, during that time he was getting brought into the national team Klinsman brought him in as as, a, as an assistant I don't I think that was during either the New maybe it was right after New York City FC I thought that was like in between New yeah Klinsman yeah, brought him in as an assistant but it's just like yeah so I don't know We I, I still think of him highly but I don't know why I do I wanted to mention not to like skip past the coaching because I think there's still plenty to talk about there but sure. At the idea of like us interviewing him for a GM falls into what I'm saying. Jason Christ is one of the people in and around MLS who seems to consistently fail upwards. Like, That's a common a common theme in U.S. soccer in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. And is that the guy we want to hire? The guy who's just failing upwards? Like if he's going to become a GM off the back of two pretty miserable coaching. Experience like he couldn't coach in New York, he couldn't coach coach in Orlando, so let's give him even more responsibility and make him a GM. Like, is that the plan? I think so. (laughs) So, so I the thing that makes me a little hopeful or optimistic uh, is that one, he wasn't involved in in the GM role in Orlando City or New York, and both of those were kind of bad, and took somebody who was more involved. To turn around. Well, Orlando City still hasn't turned so, anything no, around. Been around uh, New York City clearly turned something around. Yeah, uh, and a different coach. Uh, a coach with more clout in the organization, <laughs> right? Patrick yeah. Vieira, Arsenal legend. Yeah, Arsenal and legend. And the only club he ever should have played for. Well. <laughs> I just think it's funny that you bring up Arsenal legend as a guy that has clout inside the Man City I mean, organization. I know. Uh, it's all made up. Speaking anyway. of Arsenal legends, Vito Minone, goalkeeper of the year, Arsenal legend for being terrible. Yeah. That's still, interesting how that happened. Not can that I, great? Can I tell you a secret? He's still kind of not that great. Yeah. Like, he was all right for I some just, stretches. There's not just not very many good go- good goalkeepers in MLS at this well, point. Well, I mean... What about Sean Johnson? I kind of agree, but my point is that <laughs> even among, like, other MLS goalkeepers, he was decidedly mediocre. Like, there was obviously better goalkeepers than him. Yeah. By, like, really easy-to-see stats. Like, I saw somebody post something on a lot of, like, really, like, super deep-dive stats that, like, most people don't care about. And he was, like, trash on those. And that's obvious. But then if you look at just, like, easy stuff, like save percentage, like, it wasn't that great. His total number of saves is good, but that's not an indication of like whether a goalkeeper is good. Yeah. It's an indication of how bad a defense is. I don't know. I saw people. I think they exposed some of the the uh, voting for goalkeeper of the year, and I think it's just like a mess. So you think there was some uh, meddling? <laughs> well, some foreign interference, possibly, <laughs> possibly requesting some sort of quid pro quo in order to get him the the uh, the award. But I don't know, man. I just like the more. I mean, MLS like defenses get a 
I think they get smashed online pretty pretty hard, but probably rightfully so. But yeah. I just like I mean, there has been many times throughout the season where I, there was just like a, some absurd goalkeeping errors, and I'm just oh, like, yeah, yeah. like this year I didn't know who would be the goalkeeper of the year. And normally, like you kind of get a vibe, even though it's random. It's always like Bill Hamid or John Johnson or. Donovan or, Ricketts, like, 15 years in a row or whatever it was. Uh, or Fry. Yeah, or Fry. Yeah. He was pretty good, For actually. me, it was, like, like we're off topic, obviously. As but for me, it way. was, like, between two or three goalkeepers, and Vito Bonone was not one of those three. He would have been, like, ninth on that depth chart. Yeah. Anyway, so New York City FC got kind of good, and then how they got eliminated, though. <laughs> yeah. Pretty great. Uh, New York City FC clearly still has some problems. Yeah, and that's amazing. So, you love to see that. But yeah, I don't know. Or New York City FC, that was kind of just a wash for Jason. I don't know if he actually learned anything do, learning the Manchester City way or whatever that yeah. whole thing was about. Um, Orlando still sucks. Probably will for a while. I don't know if that's on any part of that was on Jason. I don't even remember the roster he had. Yeah, Kaká. Did he have some XRSL yeah, he, guys on there? Oh, yeah. Will Johnson was there and is That's still right, there. That's right. Will. He's still despite there. His, despite his best efforts to get himself <laughs> he is, out of the league. He's really... I thought he almost got deported back to Canada for... Yeah. He might <laughs> that, have. That almost happened. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, clearly, there are some confounding factors with Christ's record, right? Right. And, and, that, and, and that's RSL why... RSL is a perfect organization with no problems whatsoever <laughs> in the background. So, clearly, it's unfair to compare RSL to Orlando or New York To City. be fair, we fired our problem. Uh, which... Did we? Uh, one, one of several. <laughs> Did we fire our problem? Uh, we got our problem fired? <laughs> A problem. The problem. One of, one of the problems. Yeah. Was let go. <laughs> so I, I think Jason Christ for me represents an organizational shift in priority, uh, away from like the the Jeff Gasar, Mike Petke, pleasing Deloy Hansen mentality, because I think that was a big part of it. Uh, he they both yeah. came in and knew how to make Deloy Hansen happy, and I'm. Uh, I'm so curious about the relationship that Jason Kreis and Deloitte Hansen either have now or will have. This is why I think the Jason Kreis hire makes sense and why I'd be on board with it. Because Jason Kreis is not going to be... I mean, having already had experience, like the experience he had at New York and the experience he had at Orlando, coming back to RSL, an organization that he knows... Right. He's not going to come in and be like, oh, yeah, I'm a yes man. I'll do whatever you want. I, I yeah. don't get that vibe from him. I feel like if he's going to come back, it's going to be like under conditions. Yeah. He's going to be in charge of X, yeah. Y, and Z, and nobody else is. And that's how he'll co- So he'll want to, he'll be a coach here if he can do it his way and not have anybody else interfering. And if the team agrees to that and actually like lets that go through, then I think it, it could work out. Yeah. Do we think there's a chance of that? I, I do. I think Deloitte is nervous about fan support for the for the club right now. First yeah. of all, I mean, attendance was rough there for a while, but also just the way the last few months went. Like, he's got to be trying to like get some good graces back and hiring Jason Kreis and or friends uh, of Jason Kreis would probably do that. So you you touched <laughs> on me. something I think we need to consider as well. Uh, so you say friends of Jason Kreis. Uh, Javier Morales, no secret, is at 
Walked in from Miami. Yeah. What a terrible With name. Jason Christ, by the way, With which Jason he Christ. has a job there. Wait, does he actually have a job yeah, there? He's, yeah, he's uh, in the... I don't know if he's the technical director, but he's in the technical department there. Yeah, so Jason like, Jason Christ is over the academy at Inter, like Inter Miami. Actually, 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 over there. He's yeah. not just like. Yeah, he's he's officially hired. He got hired yeah. um, sometime last year. I think because he's also officially the U twenty three coach yeah. right now. Yes, uh, and Javier Morales is one of the coaches at the academy. Yeah. Um, if does it change the calculus for you at all? If we were to hire, bring Javier Morales into the coaching organization. Like, yeah, but no. Am I kind of, am I the one who doesn't really want, I think Javi's too pure for, like, I'm thinking of the feelings I have of, of coaches, of all the teams I love at certain times. And I don't want to have those feelings to Javi at some point if he ends up being the manager at some, or the coach at some point. I'm nervous about that. Yeah. But I love him so much, and yeah. he was weirdly cryptic last time he was in Salt Lake. Uh, that one day during the uh, festivities in which we lost to the Galaxy. But so um, when he said he'd be back soon, he right? said soon, and that kind of has me thinking. Yeah, my concern with Hobby, like don't get me wrong, I love Hobby. He, everybody does. That's obvious. My concern very is very nice man. That Hobby has none very little coaching experience and like as an organization i think we have a problem and as a fan base we have a problem with getting excited by a name that we like being associated with the club and yeah. i think that's why like the idea of hiring jason christ is so appealing when like the evidence says he's not a good coach he could probably do a good job i can see that but when Kassar was struggling. Everybody was like, let's hire Christ. And then when Petkey was struggling, let's just go back and hire Christ. It's like, let's try somebody with a proven track record. Yeah, but we haven't tried hiring good. Christ again. We haven't tried hiring Christ again. <laughs> and if we all think it's a good idea, well, let's just but do it. It's just like, this team, this organization, this fan base has such a love affair with some people. You're a Mobsissian? For a minute? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was so stoked when he came back. I mean, he was good for a season, right? He was good for kind a season. Of. Uh, and then he was. I, I think we had some other problems. The other like two seasons that he wasn't there. We had a lot of problems. Yeah, and and there there are of course rumblings about why that was the case and fallings out with the coach, and. But his his salary being on the cap is one of the reasons why our roster construction was toast for the last year or two. Was yeah. because Deloitte didn't want to pay anybody else because he was still paying Europe. And that's why I think Jason's our best bet because of roster construction and well. In theory, having a pass with that, but also because I don't know what the alternative is for Deloitte paying a coach. I think it's him or Freddie. Or yeah. if Deloitte really goes in with his, like, Euro fetish with the uh, the Dutch Academy people or whoever that is. Just hire some random man. Who yeah. yeah that's, Mitch. It's, it could be Mitch. It's going to be Kreis, it's going to be Freddie, or it's going to be some random dude from the Netherlands. And it's and gonna be one of those three. That's the realistic RSL fan that like knows how the RSL organization works. That that's the part of me that's like, oh yeah, Christ is obviously the best choice. Christ is the people pleaser, like. dude. Because like the the uh, but, average RSL fan would be stoked about that just because. Oh, yeah. So I like. But I just don't know. like me as a fan that wants the team to succeed and be the best it can. Be, you know too much. That's outside why. of the RSL organization. Like, go get a good coach. Do you think go a good coach would want to come to Salt Lake City? Or alternatively, because it's beautiful here, except in the winter, when it is far too cold. 
And it's far too cold today. It's pretty, though. I was it driving is, over here, and there was, like, right? nice alpenglow. And there's, <laughs> yeah. like, oh. Uh, do we think that we could attract a quality coach? Yes. No. On, on the yes. level of, say, uh, Dom Turin at New York yes. City? I don't know. Yes. I okay, mean, you, I, I think we may. I think we coach? could, but the problem is, is that who's going to come here and not instantly be, or not going to hear anything first about how awful Deloitte is to work with, or and then get here and then be like, just think the whole situation's awful. So I'm just worried about that. Christ knows Deloitte, and like, I mean, and yeah, I, I just I, I feel comfortable with that. Yeah, for me, the fact that Christ is willing to interview. Uh, says something about maybe concessions given by Deloitte. Yeah, he knows the conditions here, so he would know what to demand. He, yeah. he, like, you don't know what you need to ask for until you know you need to ask for it. And Jason, I feel like, at this point would know how tough this place is to work. And, you know, having yeah. those people above you. Yeah. He's he's got to he's got to if he's even considering it then he's got to have something on the table to where he's going to have more autonomy than he than he would elsewhere and that probably anyone else would coming in because no one would make demands of an owner like that unless they already have that kind of rapport. Yeah. So here's another question to pose. Uh, there's plenty of discussion about the role of Garth Lagerway Garth Lagerway in the RSL organization. Uh, during those glory years, right? Say 2007 to 2013. Uh, obviously, Garth was here in 2014. He had one foot out the door the whole time. I don't think that's surprising. Uh, I don't think there was anything uh, untoward about that, uh, about his performances. I think he had the interest of the club most of the time. Um, that said, uh, people like to give Garth Lagerway uh, the lion's share of credit. Not all people, of course. I think it's it's a fairly even split. Uh, and that Lagerway was the reason Christ had success. Uh, what do we make of that argument? Is there does that have legs? It's a fun story, and it like it's an easy. What's the word I'm looking? It's it's an easy conclusion to come to, seeing that Christ was successful at RSL. And we got to remember, Christ was successful like one year at RSL, and he had several other okay years, pretty good years. Like we made the playoffs, but two thousand nine we won the cup, right? We won the cup off the back of a terrible regular season record. <laughs> but you, you've right? got to give credit for no, winning. Of course, the of course cup, right? you give credit, and of course you give credit for how many years in a row we made the playoffs. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, fifteen, I think we're pretty good. We were pretty good under, but like anyway. So he had success at RSL. Garth Lagerwey was there. Then he went to New York. Garth Lagerwey wasn't there. He wasn't very successful. Orlando, Garth wasn't there. He wasn't very successful. So it's easy to draw the conclusion that obviously And Jason Garth is- moved into a situation in which he had more power than Jason did when he moved and a very large checkbook and yeah. a lot of money. So. And so Yeah, so Garth moves on and he becomes very successful at another organization. And Bill, yeah, Bill Manning as well. He was part of that trifecta that people really attribute a lot of success. It's really Garth all the credit. And I understand why people would do that, but... I don't think that that means that Jason can't be successful without Garth. I think Garth makes several other coaches very successful. Yeah. He's made, well, I shouldn't say he's made Brian Schmetzer successful, but he's helped Brian Schmetzer become very successful. But let's not forget that under, I mean, Siggy Schmidt got fired, right? At, yep. at Seattle. Yeah. Did he? Did he get yeah. fired? Yeah. I thought he just let go. Let go. No, no like, he got go, fired. Like and uh, okay. Schmetzer's been, did he get the uh, the actual title or is he still 
He got the actual title. Uh, how long has it been? It's been like uh, three years? Four years, yeah. Three it, four he years. still seems like the replacement. He's still like the interim. Like, his, I don't know. <laughs> they like... I don't know. No, Their he, fans don't really like Schmetzer very much. They don't like times, him right now. They were t- well, they might now that they've knocked us out of the playoffs, but there were times this season where, the I mean, when we beat him 3-0 with I, my preferred lineup. I think lineup. they probably like him a lot right now because uh, Raul Rudy Diaz, Rudy Diaz. Uh, just scored a goal. Did he apparently. really? According to the Twitter, Jake says that was nice. Uh, we'll watch it later. No, turn it on. Oh, it's 1-1. It's, it's, Oh, so maybe they both hate and love Uh-oh, it. Oh, Fat Mob hasn't updated it yet. It's not real. Oh, that's fine. Who who scored for I LAFC, Trevor? Scored? Oh. Not Carlos Vale. Okay. All right. Uh, so, anyway, fi- so, final... Oh, go on, Trevor. I'm sorry. I was oh, going to say, Garth Lagerway Con- can be successful yeah. on his own. Jason Christ does not need Garth Lagerway to be successful. I think what we should take away from that is that Jason Christ needs a GM who's going to get the players that he wants or players that work for him. And if we can get a GM, whether it's Jason Christ as an option, I guess, but if we can just get a GM that can get players and an owner that can get players that Jason wants, I'm sure Jason can be a successful coach, and I would be all for it. I don't think it's the best option, but in the realistic world of RSL coaching hires, I think he's the obvious number one at this point. So, another question about Jason Kreiss. Uh, in contrast to maybe our past two coaches, uh, to me, he bring, he the fact that people follow him in the organization uh, and follow him as a coach says a lot about the respect he garners within an organization. Um, you look at Mike Pecky, who came in and was not joined by anybody and eventually was able to bring in a goalkeeper coach who he knew but only after we'd fired a goalkeeper coach who was by all accounts terrible well hang on sorry you gotta start Paul Polly Shore was he terrible with Daryl Shore but Polly Shore Shore. is wonderful and I will hear nothing otherwise Daryl Shore was terrible yeah Uh, he he was by all accounts toxic within the organization okay interesting I didn't know that uh, and and some of the the worst habits that uh, say Jeff Sar had, apparently Daryl Shore things. Anyway, okay. um, not to make excuses. That's for an Jeff interesting. Kassar. That's an interesting position to be poisonous within an organization. Like goalkeeper coach. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Our equipment manager system, won't start. Right? <laughs> won't stop just ruining us all from the inside. <laughs> It's just funny. I don't know. You, uh, yeah. Nobody suspects the goalkeeper coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, the thing that's striking to me is that people do want to work with him. Uh, Jeff Cassard with Chris. With Chris. Back to Chris. Jeff Cassard okay. didn't bring anyone in that he had worked with before. Really? I thought he just. Has anyone heard stuff? anything bad about Jason Chris? Like personally, like is he hard to work with? Is he like? No, Hard. literally everything I've heard about working with Jason Christ is that he's one of the most professional, most organized, like best coaches. Like knows what he wants, knows what he needs, has yeah. commands respect of players. Like I just love. I miss he his runs voice. Runs an excellent I, training. I, I miss his voice. I miss his calm demeanor. So, so one of my favorite Jason Christ stories. <laughs> I was interviewing him. It must have been 2012. Uh, my first year writing with RSL Soapbox. Um, and I was interviewing him about, I think it was Javier Morales was asking about the diamond and, and Javi's longevity in the system and all that, right? 
Uh, and he just progressively got more and more quiet as the interview went on. And apparently that was just a tactic he had. Uh, he would just start, like, just get very quiet in interviews. So he'd really like have to lean in. Like, speaking less or his actual volume? His volume. decreasing. His volume just kept... His way of expressing boredom with the interview to be like, let's end this, like, let's go. Yeah, I don't know. And it, it was probably a terrible interview for him, and I should apologize, but not going to. Yeah. Uh, so let's wrap up this uh, Jason Christ discussion. I did search a- my name on Twitter with Jason Christ to see my old tweets about Oh, him. Oh, let's hear this. Let's see. Oh, that's going to be a bad idea if we do me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be me with Kassar. At one point I did tweet, we lost Jason Christ, my life is over, and also I'm literally in love with Jason Christ. I don't know which one of those came before the other. I miss Jason oh, Christ. I love Jason only, Christ. There's a photo of me shaking hands with Jason Christ in the airport. All our tweets were dated. I said Only they were timestamps. So well, they're they're on the same day, so I don't know if one oh, okay. happens like right before. Um, oh, on the Extra Time podcast I listened to at, at uh, on September thirtieth, twenty thirteen, Jason Christ was hinting that he was staying. So that's sad to look back at. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have clearly have some sort of strong emotional attachment to Jason Christ, which gives me the butterflies to think about him coming I back. Kind of had, I know on Twitter anyway. I had like the exact opposite feeling why does that not surprise me (laughs) (laughs) not so much that I was like actively hating him I mostly just like I like Jason Christ it's the same thing with you and Demir Krylock sort of what no do you hate do you hate Demir Krylock no I love Demir oh you just tweet rude things about him a lot Trevor, Trevor's <laughs> rude on Twitter, so... Or maybe that's just in I'm real life when, when he's in a game. No, that, I, that's why I said it doesn't surprise me. What I hate about Jason Christ is not Jason Christ. I hate how much the fans love Jason Christ for seemingly no reason except that he won a championship ten years ago now. It's the same reason people want to vote for Joe Biden. He's just a return exactly. to normalcy. What's the point? Like, we're, we're, we're nostalgic like. human beings. We're, we're nostalgic creatures and we crave... Just that feeling of back when we didn't have to care anything. You could go to the Rio Tinto and expect a 2-0 win every single game. Yeah, that was... Like, looking back like you now... you didn't lose a game when you at, at at the riot. Yeah. And that's, like, what people crave. I don't know. It's 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 hard going to the to the stadium with an in, impending sense of doom every, every game. <laughs> so let's, let's uh, wrap this up with a... Yes, no, or uncertain, or whatever one word you want to use. Uh, we'll ask a series of questions. Trevor, I need Sorry, you to I'm, be, I'm I need you to pay attention old, here, Trevor. I'm reading my old Christ tweets, and I'm trying to like, put them back into context based on the date. <laughs> <laughs> I found one that just says, Some hero at the post game should ask Christ if his paycheck is worth it. <laughs> Some <Sorry>. hero... <laughs> That was back in 2015, so I'm assuming. Uh, Oh, that was New York City. (laughs) Okay, uh, question one. Uh, Should Ray Salt Lake hire Jason Kreis as coach? Yes. Sure. I'm a yes for me. Uh, Should Ray Salt Lake hire Jason Kreis as general manager? Yes. No. I'm I'm an uncertain here. Let me... One or the other. I don't think they should hire him as both. That's okay. what I'm going to say no to. I think yes for both for now, and then he can pick a head coach. I like it. Um, I don't know. I I just, we got to go all in on, on someone, and it might as well be him. And if he's GM and coach for a while, that's cool. And then he brings in someone to coach, and he stays GM. That's even better for me. That's fine. I don't like 
there's been like one case with one person in MLS where being a GM and a coach has ever actually worked out, and that's Bruce Arena. I, like he's the only guy that can do both jobs and succeed. I remember everybody when, else is terrible at it. People used to think Jason was like had the direct path to the national team head coach. Like when he was our he was on that trajectory, manager. right? Yeah. Better than Greg Berhalter. Um, <laughs> objectively, yes. Like objectively, uh, not though. Berhalter did more with less at Columbus. I think. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm, he went. He went to Eastern he, Conference. I don't trust anyone in the Eastern Conference. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's he fair. went to MLS Cup Final. That's true. Once or twice? Was it twice? So did Jason. I don't Christ. know. The national team he sucks. Had a consistently so. real, yeah, but he was only there for like four years. Jason Christ went twice in like 10 or 11 years. Fair. This is true. Okay. Uh, final question as we wrap this up and move on to other topics. With fewer teams, too, by the way. If, right. if for whatever reason, Ray also like declines to hire Jason Christ, he drops out of the running, some sort of thing, uh, would you hire Freddy Juarez as coach? Again, like knowing the organization, the way that's not the question. That's not the question. Would you? Would I? Yeah. I think Freddie. I think they will if it's not Jason, and I wouldn't if it were me. Yeah, I would love to keep Freddie just as an assistant coach. I think that's the position that that guy needs to be in. I my problem is, I don't want to get too far into this, but my problem is when you. Start promoting guys from within. Like he started at the lower academy, worked his way up through the academy, and then got a job at the Monarchs and did pretty well with the Monarchs. And then he got an assistant job. And then if he becomes a head coach, if he is a bad head coach in a year or two, do you fire him? Do you deep? Do you put him back down to the academy or to Monarchs or something like? Freddie Juarez is a good guy to keep in the organization, keep around the organization. If you make him the head coach and then he fails, he's not going to fail yeah. like downwards. He's you just can't, go you to can't some demote a head coach like that. Like yeah. he's not. Yeah, he, I think he's he might be good enough to be a head coach, but I think he's great enough to just keep as an assistant coach. And I, I would think I would think he's that, okay with think, that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. His personality, the organization would know for sure. Right. His personality seems to be somebody who would be okay with. He just wants to stay in the organization. So if they want to bring in Jason or whoever else, that he would want to stay on as an assistant. That's what he seems like to me. Keeping continuity in the organization, like on the bench, the players like him. It seems. Yeah. I I think. I don't know about Bofo, but uh, <laughs> and maybe not Sam Johnson. But Bofo thanked him in a post. Declined to thank Mike Pecky, but that is true. And Did Bofo he to thank anybody else in the organization. <laughs> I mean, ticket sales. I'm just really I'm, appreciative I'm of how that. subtle Bofo's posts have been lately. <laughs> just well, let's not get too far into Bofo sorry. because he's our next discussion topic. Uh, so let's take a short break. We'll come back. I'll oh, put did some we finish mu- the topic all the way. Yeah, we're good enough. All right, okay. We spent 30 minutes on it. I'll insert some music after this and probably not cut this part out because I'm bad at podcasts. Just end it. I gotta get away, gotta get away. I don't know where to go. It's hopeless, so I guess I'll leave it up. What? Trevor, you're still on your phone. I'm still looking at old Christ tweets. That was a long break. Some of these are okay, (laughs) some of these are all right. It's, Some of these are really bad. <laughs> I mean, most of them, right? Yeah. Uh, so, the thing we... Yes, Trevor? Nothing. All right. Uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. 
Belfoso Sato, I think it's pretty clear at this point that he's leaving. I said hints at RSL departure in the notes, but I wrote them two days ago before he wrote hashtag free <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> With a Spain flag? No, that was... That was later. Oh, Hashtag shoot. Free was like okay. just a picture of him in his kitchen. I think the, the Spain flag was soon, right? Oh, yeah. So, and that was him like after he boarded a plane. Go like, play for a third division Spanish side or something? Second or third. You would light it up third. in third division Spain, let's be honest. <laughs> is that, so, is that so good? That, so like, funny. I don't know. We were talking about that earlier. It's just, it seems like a weird move. It seems like a young, young player move. Yeah, what, what do we think this, like... Should we have tried harder to keep him in the organization? I think we should have played him more this season. That's for sure. Like I, I would, think if, instead of seeing Corey Bear, I mean Corey had a decent season. I yeah. think he had some good moments, but a little bit of a sophomore slump. Right? I think Corey has some. I mean, he's super. He's he has one really big great moment, followed by just like a lot of really bad stuff and yeah. just poor control. Um, I would have loved to see Bofo on that left wing spot a lot more this season. Yeah, I think that's fair. And he had two fantastic goals from that side, cutting inside, back-to-back weeks. Yeah. So so why do we think he didn't get more minutes? Uh, well, I was going to say as a player, yeah, we should probably keep him, but if we're talking about like just him as a player. Yeah. But obviously there's more to that. There's attitude stuff that goes along with team selection and stuff. And it seems like, and again, we're judging a 21-year-old kid based off his Instagram, so relax for a second, but... <laughs> His Instagram, like, just his attitude in the last couple of days, and in talking to people that, like, know Bofo, or it seems like he's got an attitude problem. It seems like he thinks he's way better than he is, or he, at the very least, he wants to prove how good of a player he is. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason that he's moving on, is he feels like this team isn't respecting his skills, and so he wants to go somewhere to try to show how much of a better and, player yeah, and, and he's that's, had, that's fine. He's Go had ahead, teammates throughout the youth leagues that he's played in, um, the youth ranks of RSL that have gone on to Europe that have that are doing cool cool things and yeah. on big teams. So I, I'm sure he probably... And, I mean, Brooks went to Liverpool and came back, and I'm sure he thinks that he needs to take a crack at it. And so I can't blame him for that. Yeah, I think dude. his Instagram posts are funny, but, like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not able to get time over Corey Baird and, like... Honestly, Plata, I had I would have played both over Plata a few of the times we saw Plata this season because sure. it seems like we had like five farewell matches for Plata. We're like, okay, this is gonna be his last game, so we kept playing him at the end of the games. But I mean, I'm a big Bofo fan when he's when he's actually playing, and I would like to see him more. But I don't I don't blame him at all for for looking elsewhere. Sure, no, I don't either. Future's uncertain. Would it was uncertain here anyway. There's a lot to be said for like the homegrown environment that this team has but part of the homegrown environment that any team that takes their academy seriously a big part of that is players that want to go play somewhere else they get trained they become really good players here but they want to go play somewhere else whether it's because they don't like the organization whether because they think they can make more money somewhere else for whatever reason it is i honestly just think at this point bofo is just sick of not playing and wants to go play and if that's in Mexico or Spain or Portugal or wherever it is, he's going to go where he wants to go so that he can play. Because he yep. didn't play this year, he didn't play last year. So say he was under contract for next year, which by all counts he's not, it sounds. Uh, do you think RSL could have got a... Like, what sort of money do you think we could have got for him? <sighs> Nothing. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm skeptical. Obviously, we, can, we could have got money for him. But the amount of money that we could have got for him, I don't think... 
he was realistic to be mad at the team for not selling him. You know, yeah. like sure, we're talking six were, figures, low six figures, maybe mid, low to mid. Like I don't think anybody would have paid seven hundred fifty thousand for him. No, we look at the the caliber of players coming into MLS for those, you know, with those transfer fees, and I don't think Bofo's there. Yeah, no, he's not. I mean, the I think the most I think still the most expensive player we've sold was Carlos Salcedo. And we sold him for reportedly yep. one point something million dollars with with fees and add-ons. Yeah, with fees and add-ons, it turned into one. And, point and certainly, it could he could have gone for more, but he kind of he kind of forced our hand. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the kind of money that you have to like. You kind of have to sell that player for. Yeah. If that player is on the bench, you're not going to get that kind of money for him. So if your goal is to sell the guy, you got to play him. And if you're not going to play him because he doesn't fit into the plans or whatever. Or his attitude, or for whatever reason. Then you wait for his contract. Enough, you let him go at the end of his contract. Sure. Yeah. Because you're not going to get the offers, and you're going to keep him, because he is a good player. You want that talent on your bench, and you want to be able to use that. But, yeah, you're going to let that player go nine times out of ten. And that's kind of a bummer, but that's the right move as an organization, I think. Yeah. and Yeah. It feels the right time. Feels like the, It seems like the right time for him at this point in his life. I mean, yeah. you got to at least give it a shot if you think. Even if it's second division Spain or whatever, get in an organization and try to get spotted. And if it doesn't work out, then we're not going anywhere. <laughs> so maybe we'll, we'll come back. Yeah, that's if it the does other free, we'll have his rights, right? If it doesn't work out. I mean, we've heard back. rumblings of like some of our other young kids over there maybe wanting to come back at some point that aren't getting time. So, I mean... I'm cool with that. I'm not. I'm not like a, a homer type to where like you can't leave and go explore other options. Yeah, like you're going. I just to went on a half an hour rant about how much I would take Jason Christ back. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tan- tangential note: I did see. So I've I've been wondering what had happened to Taylor Booth. Haven't really heard much of him. Zero. Uh, he did play and I think score a goal in a Bayern under 19 or under 17 really? game. So he's still there. Yeah, like he still exists, but he's he's alive still. Nineteen years old, so. I mean, unlike say Josh Dowdy, who went to Manchester United and it disappeared off the face. Disappeared. Of the yeah, but I mean, you look at. I mean, there have been other players who are making impacts or seem to be making impacts. Sebastian Soto was in the news. Yeah. He's still playing for the national team, the youth national teams. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Soto's great. Um, yeah, Taylor Booth, born in Eden, Utah. I didn't know yeah. he was born there. Yeah, do you That's know where cool. Utah is? I do, no yeah. Clue. The backside of, uh, like, other, other, the mountain, Ogden Mountains, Eden. Yeah. Oh, okay, like cool. The middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's cool. Good friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, anything else to say about so, Bofo? Anything? Good luck, buddy. Yeah, I think that's scored all Scored some cool, right? scored some crackers this season. It was fun. Yeah. I was really hopeful there for a minute that he was going to earn some time, and uh, he kind of got caught up in the wrong time with the pet key stuff. He kind of got hot right as the pet key stuff also got hot. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like maybe uh, Freddie clearly rated Corey over Bofo. Maybe that was for good reason because Corey had a decent well, end of the season. Rated- Plata over Bofo, which, Plata, like, don't be surprised. Yeah. Plata's obviously Plata's a veteran with a lot of talent and skill and has been on this team for years, but yeah, he's third on the depth chart. Bofo absolutely had a better season, in my opinion, than Plata did, but Plata was getting time over him yeah. in Freddie's mind, So, and that's yeah. just what it is. So, Okay, so let's transition. This seems like a good transition point uh, to talking about some other potential departures from the organization. Okay. The playing organization, be clear. 
Uh, players. <laughs> players. Who else do you think might end up leaving? Uh, I've got my suspicions. But oh, what do you, you guys? Like yeah, what do you, out of the, the I mean, I can pull up the roster. The one I'm sad about is Sam. Um, I think he's under contract still, though. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. So that's one that kind of surprised me. I wouldn't, like people think that Sam's going to leave. Well, I understand that Sam like probably feels like he's he going to request a transfer. I think. Um, really? I, I don't know, man. I he. I'm, I'm just asking questions here. I'm not. Yeah, he just seemed. I, he seemed dejected. At like, so there was those games where he was starting and he was he was scoring and he was stoked or whatever. He had a small injury. He was in Liberia and had a few 30-hour flights or whatever and wasn't playing. Um, but even after, like, this last win... Or last... That home playoff win against Portland, Sam did not seem stoked after the game. Um, and I was on the field, like, taking photos of them, and I was like... He seemed, like, morose. That And, and he he's hard to read. His, like... Maybe uh, he was just really cold. May, maybe, man, I, but... I it was, feel like I was. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I, like I don't know. I, don't I just... Know. I've been getting a weird vibe from him. Like, two weeks ago. I don't it know. Was it was so, so cold. cold. I was... I've never... <laughs> it was obviously The best cold. part was getting rained on for an hour and a half, and then the snow came. That was that was awesome. No, the best part was, like, pregame before the rain and snow came, where, like, it, the wind would just kick up. Like, yeah, that oh, was yeah. nice. That was the best. I don't know. I, I, I So, I don't know if he's gonna... I think he's gonna probably request to leave, but... Once his contract is out, he's definitely I, gone. I wouldn't be surprised, but I really feel like somebody in the organization is going to say to him, listen, we're still in the middle of a coaching hire. Let's get the coach. Yeah. And if you don't like the coach or whatever, then we'll talk about I just it. have we, a soft spot for these players that come in from, like, random places and seem alone and, like, yeah. come to Utah and, like, are probably, I don't know. I, and they just who don't seem to be, like, meshing super well. I felt that way about... Um, like burrito as well when he was here at times even though there was other stuff going on i felt that way about albert too for a minute but now yeah he made that really hard to feel any sorrow for him i don't feel sorrow at all for albert (laughs) and albert from what it sounds like and what it looks like on the field might be part of the reason why sam might be having a hard time yeah so certainly there's a lack of connection there uh we'll talk more about albert as we get toward the end of the podcast. Anyway, pl- I, I, oh, Plata was supposed to be gone this year. Oh, Plata was supposed to be gone like seven times this year, that, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So I said we had like all those games where like, all right, this is Plata's last. Like we're putting him in at the end of the game. Like they put him in at like the 88th minute, just and to got, like like standing ovation, run around. All right, time. this one's Plata's last one. I remember being at Sands being like, this is the last time we're gonna see Plata. Yeah. But no. So yeah, that Do one fell through. Do you think there's a chance that Plata could still be here? Uh, obviously, oh, I mean, he's absolutely. out of contract, but absolutely, he could I think still he's going to be here still. Like, like that's that's my gut feeling. Is like as long as Albert's here, default. I think he's going to be here. Oh. All right. I don't know if it has any relation to Albert, but I just feel like he might try to go get signed by a Mexican team, and he's going to realize that's where he was almost going. Right? Yeah, he was yeah. supposed to go to San Luis. Apparently, was the rumor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he might try to go get signed by a Mexican team or two. And realistically, I think the team would probably offer him a contract. And I think with the money he's making here, it might be worth it for him to just stay here. Take the co- like, he's been here for how long? How, how old, how old is Plata? He's like 67 or something. He's I don't 29, 30, 31. He's not, he's not 30. Uh, yet, 27. He? He's 27. He's 27? young, dude. He is younger than us. All right, well. Older he and than I, Kyle. 
Yeah, younger he than is Kyle? younger than me. Maybe he is not. older than me by a few months. Uh, I thought that he was. Obviously, I thought he was a little bit older. 175 appearances for RSL. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe as a 27 year old, he could probably still get signed in Mexico. I thought as a 30, 31 year old, he probably. 46 goals for for RSL is good. He's a good player. He is, but like. He, no, he's not the best in the world. He's not the best <laughs> There's a lot of space he's, in between there. Yeah, I don't like know. Obviously, but he's, he's just not. He's not the plot of what was it? 2014, 15. Yeah. No, he's not. Where he was leading the league in assists and goals or whatever it was he was doing there for a sec. But he's definitely a player that, like, at his best when he's playing well and in the right system with the right coaches, he's a seven or eight goal scorer and a ten or twelve assist getter, and that's. Like across the league for that position, pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sorry, I defend so Plata a lot. You wouldn't mind him a lot of people that are like, oh, we need to get rid of Plata. He's worthless. He's not. It was that 2016 season where he had 13 goals and 12 assists. There was 2014 where he had 13 goals and 6 assists. Uh, 18 was 8 and 10. He. He had great numbers, Those but great like numbers, yeah. I, and it's hard and when Mike like Peck you're constantly, them. yeah. The Pecky stuff is, uh, it was a problem. Yeah, if you're constantly like on the verge of signing to go elsewhere, I can't imagine it's easy to remain focused or be cracking. And, the and I think like when he came on the field, he looked okay toward the end. Of he the set season. up that winning goal against yeah. Portland. I don't know if he got an assist for that, but uh, no, that got a touch away a from goal. Assist, you're right. Yeah. No, I, it got deflected right at yeah. the end. They yeah. made a. I mean, it was going to him, but... Yeah. Yeah. So right, he no, set the whole be, thing up. Plot is one of those players that I'm kind of ambivalent about. I would love to keep him here, but if he moves on, I don't blame him. I'm sure he could get signed at other teams. And, yeah. Same thing as Bofo. Like, if he just is done here... You don't blame him, right? I don't blame it's him at all. It's just like that, that Plata, Albert, Sam problem in my mind that uh, has me just... I've just heard there's the weird, weird feelings and issues among that group. So, yeah. it turns out like twenty somethings are kind of moody and yeah. Weird. I always expect it's weird thinking <laughs> of professional. You're great. Totally, yeah. But like professional athletes, you just thought, I, I mean, I always think of them as just being older and more mature. But then, but they're not, right? Ever. You know, you know. Then, but I also have Twitter, so then I see what happens. Also, MLS Twitter, like MLS players on Twitter, pretty weak. Like almost no RSL players have Twitter presence. Yeah. Like Nick, Nick I, is probably the closest. Like it's probably design. a good thing. By design, I think the team is like at the beginning of the year when they do their whole social media like orientations yeah. and stuff, like for all the new players and stuff. I'm sure the team sits down and they're like. Your Twitter's gonna be. I contrast that with the NBA though, because like the NBA players are, or just like after the Colorado game when all the Colorado players were tweeting about how mad they were that we got a penalty or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, from the bench. From the bench, and I was trying to fight with all of them online. Oh man. That's what I'm saying. Other players from other teams like tweet and they tweet interesting stuff. Yeah. RSL zero. Never had a good Twitter. It's so weird. It's Nick sort of, but like Nick's the best, and he's like. Not that great. No, he's yeah. not. Like, to be honest. Mostly just tweeting about concerts. And yeah. Yeah. couple pictures and videos here and there. The like stuff we'll see a lot of stuff, now that he's retired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick's retired. I forgot about that. All right. So I'm going to read a few Oh, names. there's a departure. Nick Romano. Nick yeah. Romano's part. Oh, sorry. Tony yeah, Beltran. Departures. Tony we want to make ourselves sad for a minute? Yeah. We can't um, talk about that one. So I'm just going to read a few names off. I want a yes or no answer. Okay. No just waffling, no longer no explanations. During this offseason. During no this offseason. Yeah. Will they be back in 2020? Okay. Which I can't believe it's almost 2020. 
I can't. Feeling re- real old. Feeling good. Uh, it's you know, it's, it's linear. Believable. It's math. All right. Th- thanks, Trevor. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I'm just going down the list alphabetically. Uh, Justin Glad. Here. Yes. Still here. Yes, and yes. Uh, Wait, sorry. Was there two questions? Were we supposed to say, is no. he going to be here and should he be here? Or? Just no. is. Will, will, will they be here? I just said yes well, and yes. So yes predictions. Yeah. I really, like, oh, okay. if we move Justin Glad, I'm going to be sad. Oh, be he had a great sad. year. So bad. He had probably his best year, I think. I've... Yeah. I'm already really mad about him being dropped at the end of the season yep. for a couple of games. Like, just I get for... it. It's been explained to me. I get it. I don't care. He Same. Needs to be playing. Yep. Uh, Everton Louise. Here. Forever God, and ever. So. Amen. Please keep him at here. King yes. of MLS. So I'm going to say no. And not because I don't want him here, but because we, we still haven't. He's still on loan. Uh, and we still haven't signed him officially, even though there was news in the summer that we did All right. that turned out to be false. Are you? S- you okay. are the one that said we can't give context as yes or no. I so know. Okay. you waffled. I'm going to waffle. It was reported by several people that the loan initially only lasted until June 30th, when it was first when he was first. Yeah. So this last June. Yes. It was reported initially that the loan was just to the mid-season. Okay. And then about beginning of June, a month before the end of the loan, the team and everybody announced that the loan had been finalized. And then he kept playing here past June. Yeah. So what you're saying is, A, oh, that midseason thing, that wasn't true. If that's not true, the first thing wasn't true. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Why is it so hard to find like contract information when it comes to Because MLS, MLS is the American League yeah. and they're dorks about it. It's so insane. Um <laughs> He better be here. Yeah. There's other leagues that he are like, the, he was, way better about it. He now. was the like, best player this year, and uh, oh, for sure, I will be, I will be shattered if we yeah. if we don't have Everton next year. Luke Mulholland. No, Go on. get Go him on. out of here. Agreed. Uh, Netamon Mulholland. Wasn't that passionate about it? Yeah, he'll be here next year. <laughs> I was passionate about it. He'll be. here. He's got a podcast now, so he'll be here. Oh yeah. Andrew Petna. Yeah, he'll be back up. <laughs> don't care. Uh, Kellen Rowe. Honestly, I'm gonna say yes. My favorite player, Kellen Rowe. I think everybody, everybody that I've been like that we watch games with is like, why was he here? He's obviously not gonna be here next year. But I really feel like he. Probably I think is. he. I think he is gonna be here next year, especially if Everton leaves. Yeah. Uh, He's gonna be here. Next yeah, year. I think he'll be. Don't here. know why. Like, I just got no that good feeling. reason for him to be here. I next saw him year, at the end. Of, he wants to be here. I think. Uh, Albert Rusnak. Sure. Yeah, he'll be here next year. Uh, both of us have we talked about. Should, no. should Albert be here? Are we going to get to that? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, Saverino. Yeah. Yeah. When does his contract end? Uh, I'm sure knows. he's got a couple years on it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I think he might. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think okay. he's going to be sold. Tate Schmidt? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was just the next next name on the list. Yeah, no. He's, he's uh, more meaningfully, Marcelo Silva. No, don't care. He okay. won't be here. I mean, hope not. No, we're we're overpaying for him. He's good, but, but he we're care. overpaying for a, what I think is a backup center back. I think that's going to be the, once we get a GM, whoever it is, going to look at salaries, and he's going to be the one that jumps out. He wanted like, more money too last season yeah. when he was. He's going to be the one playing. that they jump out and be like expendable. Get rid of his salary, especially with Eric Holt um, behind him. Eric so. Holt's a really good player. He is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our Second best fullback out of two on uh, on the squad, <laughs> Donny Toy. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, 
Yeah, yes. Uh, okay. So, out on loan, Jordan Allen. Hang on, sorry, let me or, back up. Or not, a, not on the roster. Just one second. Sure. You said we were going through the roster alphabetically? I was skipping. Are we obviously skipping people? Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, Kyle Beckerman? Oh. Yes. I think he's retiring. I'm going to go with a hard yes that he's going to be here next year. I think he's retiring this, this winter. I... I Bet he's gonna stick around. So the reason I say that I'm adding context. I've inside info. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, biting my tongue. I just want to uh, bet. I, I just like. I mean, it's kind of it's sad wishful thinking, but I I would I, I think there might be a surprise retirement. I have no reason to think that. So my speculation is based on Twitter profile pictures. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, is it because he's got the MLSPA he's stuff? He's got the MLSPA oh, yeah, yeah. stuff, and I think he's gonna be our rep. I hope so. Tony's retired. Like Tony's oh, retirement leaves that right, open. You're so right. That's my only reason to think. I forgot he has Twitter. Yeah, he's going to be part of the CBA negotiations. Yeah. Now maybe those will go really haywire, and he's just going to slide tackle uh, Don Garber. <laughs> yeah. Just pull he's him down smoke him out counter. first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danny Acosta. If if. Beckerman retires. It's going to be like a Clint Dempsey retirement where it's just like a picture of him fishing with the peace sign emoji. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's, that's absolutely it. Also, Danny Acosta will not be here next season. He will be. He won't. He will be. Okay. Is he still under contract? Yeah. yeah. He's on loan. Yeah, he's going to be here. He won't be here. Okay. Well, that that's the list. Does that... Well, does it... Okay. So, if we loan him out again, does that count as him being here? No. no it doesn't count. All right. Maybe not. Uh, Alex Horwa. I don't. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he actually exists. I, which is surprising. Yeah, no one's seen him in person, so. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna feel so bad if he listens to this podcast. We're just like, who? Who's this guy? The guy that we signed has been with the team for a year. No clue. Yeah. Get rid of him. <laughs> I mean, that's our attitude towards him. Okay, let's take a very, very, very short break. Another short break. And then uh, we're gonna talk about Albert Usnack. Okay. All right. Right. Wrong. I just can't stop it, spending all day, thinking just of you. Anyway. Okay. Uh, welcome to the analysis portion of the podcast, where we analyze. Can we analyze those peanut butter cups we just had? Yeah, they were oh, really good. pretty good. Pretty wow. Thank you, Jenny. You're welcome. So, Albert Rusnak, uh, everybody's favorite player at Real Salt Lake. And certainly the most personable and uh, probably the be- best human being. This time last year, I think he was my favorite player. Yeah. So so clearly probably. that's not the case now. Uh, Kyle, yeah. tell me, how do you feel about Albert Rusnak now? Okay, per- like, as a, as a player, I thought he was spectacularly unclutch this year. Like... I, I mean, I don't have any stats to back this up. This is pure emotion. There are stats to back this up. There are, but I'm not going to bring them up at this exact moment. I just remember <laughs> so vividly so many moments in the North End, um, specifically a couple games that Sovereigno ended up winning for us, but Albert getting the ball at the top of the box and just blasting it into our favorite cinnamon nut stand that's up, in the, up, the, up at the top. Those are great nuts. Delightful, delightful cinnamon roasted almonds, but... I just felt like he just didn't have it this year. Like, I was thinking about that game in Houston where he single-handedly won the game for us down in in Houston, yeah. uh, 2018. His or last that was. good performance, right? That wasn't. A, come on. He, well, I mean, it was just like he had fire. He like took the game over and won the game. Like, 
it just he just did not have it this year and i think he was played out of position at certain times this year and i thought i think he's better when he has an actual center forward ahead of him that pulls the defense back but like i don't know it just felt lackluster this year at best was that albert's fault or was that probably attack there's a lot of things but he seemed uh a little too arrogant this year also for especially for being somebody who was not putting up numbers that other than penalty kicks which he missed uh, at least one this season so uh so so this is the stat that stood out to me and uh, i've got to thank miles for bringing this to my attention uh he had uh, let's guess, and I, you probably already know the answer. How many game-winning assists did Albert Rusnak have? Zero. Yeah, it's zero. It's zero. That's very <laughs> anticlimactic. Miles brought. Sorry, yeah, I, I saw Miles joking, bring it up. Was that, I, it's literally it's zero. zero. Aaron Herrera. Aaron Herrera had four. <laughs> Aaron Herrera had four. Albert Rusnak, who finds himself in fantastic positions at the end of games. Aaron Herrera, our outside yeah. back, had four in one and season. I think and that one season. This season. How many game how many assists did our outside backs have? Aaron Herrera had four. I mean pre like excluding last year, before that going back, let's say six years. How many assists did our outside backs have? Well, hold on, let me pull up Brooks Lennon. On an entire season, I would bet that Four is more assists than both outside backs have had combined. Uh, what game did Donny like Toya score in? Years. I don't think he scored. Did he score? He scored. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had that. It was like a... It was, oh. I don't remember. It At seems LA. like it was an away game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was an away game. I can't remember. Did That's he right. Did bundle it in or was it like a rocket? It was probably after like a corner and like yeah. a, a, a scramble, as they call it. Yeah. Uh, so Brooks Lennon last year, when he was our right back. Yeah. Uh ugh. Had five assists. So. Really? How many yeah. did Aaron have in total this year? He had four game-winning assists. Uh, four. Uh, four total. Each they of were his all assists game was winning. a game-winning assist. I like that. Uh, How many assists did Tony Beltran have in his career? Oh, Now you're just trying to make us sad. Uh, no, I'm just trying to make a point. We don't get assists or goals from outside backs. Uh, in his well, career, Let me back up. Let me 12. back up. Before you say the number. Okay, fine. <laughs> they, get, they get assists, but we... Like, they're involved in the offense, but they're not at all, like, the drivers of the offense. Yeah. Like, they're usually just, like, outlets or somebody to put a cross in or somebody to switch the ball. Like, they're not the guys that get assists. That's why I'm laughing at Aaron Herrera having four game-winning assists. That's not really the point of this team. Yeah. Historically, it hasn't been, for sure. Yeah. The point of I this don't team think it has always been by design. a winger or an attacking midfielder. Yeah. And I really – I don't know what it was about Albert this year, but I don't know – I mean, specifically with how he was playing with Sam, I was frustrated about that. Um, I remember one, one that one, some of Sam's assists. I'd, I'd, I'd wager that at least two of Aaron's assists were to Sam. Yeah. Um, including yeah, great counterattacking assist, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Albert just didn't seem to have it this year mentally. I think as well. Um, and we were obviously as a team, everyone was dealing with a ton of stuff, but uh, some players had it, and I Albert didn't. I agree. Albert was, I don't want to say trash this year. He was, he was not nearly the player that like he should be. Yeah, that's why I say trash. But he's like, a two million dollar player who's exactly. putting up the same numbers as, he did last year, as, uh, and worse numbers than his first year. Yeah, like he is seven and fourteen. His first year, fantastic. Yeah, he had a great that first he's season. Was good. You know, we, we didn't really have that first year a center forward. You know, we didn't have last year a center forward. 
Uh, for him to come out post-season and say, yes, we need better players, like, I hate that Wait, excuse. He said that this year? Yeah. He should have said that in his exit interview that we have to get better players. And, like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree, that. but he can't say that because yeah. we, uh, no. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> we got, we got himself, a really right? good center forward who is scoring, like, on every time he shot the ball at the goal and he wouldn't play the ball to him. So, like, I just don't take that excuse at all. No, we don't need better. He doesn't need to say that. He needs to be better himself. Yeah. I agree. But I, I would say that a part of that, not to really excuse Albert's play this year because, like I said, it wasn't very good. But the team did not play to Albert's strengths. That's true. We skipped over him far too Until Freddie Juarez took over, right? Until Freddie Juarez took so over. So here's yeah. the crazy thing to me. You know how many assists he had under Freddie Juarez? Zero. Two. Oh, okay. Two of his five assists came when Freddie Juarez five. was the coach. He had five assists on the season? Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. And I, that's so I don't think our attack actually got worse. Like, that's the, the troubling thing to me. As you look at a player like Jefferson Saverino, Hefferson, Hoff- uh, I like Hefferson. Jefferson. Hefferson. <laughs> Jefferson Yaverino. Yeah, that's that's my problem with Rusnak. It's not that, like, he's a bad player or anything like that. Yeah. It's just that we're paying $2 million to a guy that... He disappears. ...to be offensively... Our team was okay this year. Pretty, pretty I, good. If you put and Bofo in that spot, that or do, are we worse if we put Bofo as our as whatever so, Albert was playing? So Albert is a, I think, a great possession player. Right? He will help the team maintain yes. possession at all costs. Some of my favorite Albert moments, yeah. Some of my f- favorite mo- moments of Albert were him dropping so far back and like maintaining great hold up play in the midfield and playing delightfully long balls over the top to our wingers like he is very good at that but like in the final third he just he falls apart he's well, gone I think he he's a, a top, last, he fell apart top last 90% season. player in MLS yeah he fell apart last season because he's good enough he, we've seen him be good enough yeah. to be that guy that like the offense needs to go through Ooh, remember but that this year the offense scored. went all around him and like didn't involve him not didn't involve him but he wasn't the focus of the offense. For half and, the season, right? And the team was, like, Heck terrible off. offensively. Yeah. So, like, why are we paying him $2 million? Yeah. I don't know. Got, great question. Because he's got a, I don't know, it's buying a big old yellow car. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> that is. Yellow G-Wagon. My, can I say what kind of car he has? I don't know. Yeah, it's I, on his Instagram yeah. where he double parks like, all the time. Tattoo of his dog and... His dog's really cute. That's true. His daughter's really cute, too. Yeah. But the best parts of be Albert Rusnak are the parts that aren't him, so... That is true. <laughs> That's oh. so rude. <laughs> I'm just frustrated with that exit interview, honestly. That was really yeah. frustrating to hear somebody who underperformed saying the reason... Like, the way for us to get better is to get better players. And I don't well, disagree, me, but, like... Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, is he wrong? I just don't want to hear... No, he's not, but I don't want to hear from him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't... Like, like you got to say, right? you got to be better. Like, if, you, if you're if you reflecting at the end of your season and you look at your stats, even though it's just, like, a number or whatever, and sometimes it doesn't say everything, but if you're looking at statistically a regression from two years prior, even... Uh, you gotta like at least take some responsibility because yeah, like sure. I would have said he he should have taken the I mean he was ca- I don't know if he was captain a couple times last year but mm. um, at one point I probably would have said give him the the band but now I'm like dude no yeah absolutely not yeah give it yeah, to right. Natum <laughs> oh 100 uh, percent okay here. anything else to say about Rusnak no 
Hope he gets better. Hope next year's better. Hope next year's better. He'll be here next year. He yeah. and Plata can flying private private jets or whatever to <laughs> Boca can, Raton. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> they just they about? seem like Boca Raton guys. <laughs> you seen those shoes they wear? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, toads like isn't it? It's like it's I don't know. It's like where guys who wear spiky sneakers think it's cool to go. <laughs> they could be South Beach people. Who knows? So, They're definitely Florida guys. That's oh, yeah. all. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we know Plata is. No, no doubt. So, so I think for me, Rusnak, like I, I fell out of the Rusnak camp last year when he when he refused to travel for a game. Right. Which game was that? I don't remember, but. <laughs> Oh, it was around his contract negotiation yeah. times when he was just like, like nothing game. It was like a Columbus or like yeah, something. it was an something. East. It was an Eastern away game. I'm pretty sure, but he straight up just didn't go because he didn't want to because yeah. he was in negotiations. And and that for me is that's the end of it. If and and obviously we're past the Mike Pecky stuff, whatever. Yeah. But if he's going to drop someone like Plata for being late once or twice or several times, anyway, attitude or whatever, it was. yeah. Uh, and not drop someone for holding the club hostage. Yeah. And that player continues to be our, the face of the club. Like it. He's no literally the that. face of the club. Yeah. Other than Rusnak? like, yeah, like other than Romando and Kyle, like oh, make sure you see these guys before they're gone forever and in like a nursing home. You straight up <laughs> Albert's on every billboard. Like he's yeah. on. Like if you drive. Yeah, he's the I-15. two million dollar player. Yeah, sure. he should be the face of the club as. That's how much we're paying him, but he's not acting. He's not playing like the face of the club. I didn't really have a problem with him sitting in a game, forcing contract move. Yeah, that's bad. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that so much. I, I get it. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I we weren't privy to those conversations, and maybe but, maybe it sucked yeah, really bad sure. or something. But like, the optics of that as a fan oh, sure. are so yeah, yeah. bad. You can't you can't do that. I just generally am. I'm all for players I'm, I'm getting pro, paid. I am pro players getting paid. So am I. They've got always. to be a jerk for one game. Yeah. I am always pro right. players getting paid, but as long as that game's not like the title game, like if it's a no like Eastern Conference fly across the country game, like whatever. Yeah. I think we won the game anyway. Didn't I think we? a better way to do it is the Euromovsisian way, where you score like a like a super trash goal, and then shush Mike Petke on the sideline. <laughs> When you score a tap in and then act like you just scored a worldie and like you just proved your coach and your dad wrong. It was it was like a game that we were down by like two goals. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah that's the right way to do it. This that's, is the thing I'm gonna miss most about the Mike Peck era is the pettiness that surrounded everything dude. at Real Salt Lake. <laughs> it's gonna be so boring if Christ gets the job, dude. We're all gonna be like, all right, Christ came out with a, with a, in his suit again and like got quieter as the presser went on and he's whispering at the end and then no one knows what he's saying. Alex Vehar gotten is it's just completely cordial with him, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be so boring. Okay, well I, I think that's the show, guys. Anything you want to add? Is that no. the show? That's the show. That's all I had in our notes. Yeah, except for your notes also included next week. Oh, let's do a preview for next next week on Off the Crossbar. I'm never talking like that again. I feel like we David Ochoa. Should we touch on that next week, or should we touch on that this week? Next week. Next week. Next week. Well, David Ochoa specifically, because we briefly mentioned Andrew Putna and also the keeper who has no name. A man has no name. (laughs) I think. A- Axel? <laughs> Axel Haversleeve. 
our backup goalkeeper. Okay, well, uh, thanks for joining us for this momentous <laughs> occasion. Thanks for I could, having me. I couldn't, for, yeah, couldn't get that out right. Chocolate out. peanut butter cups. Those were. That was, that was the real reason we're here. Got some calories. Got a lot of calories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, uh, adios. Deuces. Well, see ya. Oh, they're just not matching what they should do.